going to chapter one, introduction to sports nutrition. And lesson one, training nutrition and the athlete. Explain the need for an integrated training and nutrition plan. Sports nutrition is a blend of exercise, physiology, and nutrition. Exercise physiology is the science of the response and adaptation of bodily systems to the challenges imposed by movement, physical activity, exercise, and sports. Nutrition is the science of the ingestion, digestion, absorption, metabolism, and biochemical functions of nutrients. Sports nutrition is the integration and application of scientifically-based nutrition and exercise physiology. Uh, physiology principles that support and enhance training, performance, and recovery. These principles also help athletes attain and maintain good health. First and foremost, these disciplines are based on sound scientific evidence, but there is also an art to applying scientific principles to humans. For example, uh, scientists identify nutrients found in food that are needed by the body, but food is sometimes eaten just because it tastes delicious or smells good. Exercise physiologists know from well-controlled research uh, studies that the size and strength of athletes' muscles can be increased with overall training, but choosing the appropriate exercises, the number of sets and repetitions, the amount of resistance, the rest intervals, and the exercise frequency for optimal response by each individual athlete is as much an art as it is a science. Because sports nutrition is a relatively young field, the knowledge, uh, knowledge base is continu- continually expanding and our understanding of the field is cons- constantly evolving. There is more research to be done and much more to be learned, presenting an exciting opportunity for exercise science and nutrition-oriented students. Next uh, chapter. The term athlete is very broad and inclusive. The word uh, athlete describes a person who participates in a sports, participates in a sports. Using that definition, professional pol- Collegiate and weekend golfers are all athletes. Clearly, there are differences among them. One difference is skill and another is training. Elite athletes are exceptionally uh, skilled and dedicated to their training regimens. Their lives are planned around their training and competition schedules because athletic competition is their profession. Collegiate, uh, collegiate athletes are also trained athletes, although the level of their training is probably less than that of their professional counterparts. Dedication to training is important because proper training is necessary to improve or maintain performance. Many people are recreational athletes. Some of them are former competitive athletes who continue to train, albeit at a lower level, to remain competitive with, uh, competitive within their age group or in master's events. They are sometimes referred to as performance-focused recreational athletes. However, many recreational athletes train little, if at all, and their primary focus is not improving performance. They participate. They participate in sports to be physically active, to maintain a healthy lifestyle, and for enjoyment. 
physical activity, exercise, and sports, sports differ from each other. Physical activity is bodily movement that results in an increase in energy expenditure above resting levels. Examples can include act- activities of daily living, uh, daily living such as bath- bathing, walking, uh, walking the dog, raking leaves, or carrying bags of groceries. Exercise and sports are very specific type of physical activity. Exercise has been defined as physical activity that is planned, structured, repetitive, repetitive, and purposive in the sense that improvement or maintenance of one or more components of physical fitness is the key. Uh, For example, running is a specific type of physical activity that is often done regularly by people who hope to improve their cardiovascular fitness. Sports can be thought of as competitive physical activities. Track, cross-country, or road running, for example, marathon, are examples of running as a sport. Exercise may be described as aerobic or anaerobic. Aerobic means with oxygen and is used in reference to exercise or activity that primarily uses the oxygen-dependent energy system uh, or exercise. Phosphorylation. These types of activities can be sustained for a prolonged, prolonged period of time and are referred to as endurance activities. Those who engage in them are referred to as endurance athletes. Some, in the, uh, some endurance athletes are better described as ultra-endurance ultra athletes because they they engage in sports that require hours and hours and hours of continuous activity, such as triathlons. Endurance and ultra endurance athletes are concerned about the same issues, such as adequate carbohydrate and flood intake. But there are enough differences between them that their concerns are often addressed separately. Anaerobic means without oxygen and is used in reference to exercise that primarily uses one or uh, both of the energy systems that are not dependent on oxygen. Creatine phosphate, uh, creatine phosphate or anaerobic glycolysis. glycolysis. Now, these type of activity, uh, these type of activities are short in duration and high in exercise intensity. Athletes in high intensity, short duration sports are often called strength athletes or strength or power athletes. Although few sports are truly anaerobic, and weightlifting to strengthen muscles is usually a part of an endurance athlete's training. Strength athletes and endurance athletes are terms that are terms that are commonly used. Training and nutrition go hand uh, uh, go hand in hand. The longtime columnist, book author, and running physio- uh, philosopher George Sheehan once wrote that everyone is an athlete. Only some of us are not in training. Athletes improve their sports performance through skill development and training. Skill development is enhanced through practice and intra- instruction or coaching. Success in many sports is directly related to fitness levels achieved by sports-specific training. 
For example, to be successful, competitive distance and competitive distance runners must have a high level of cardiovascular fitness, which is developed through a, a, a following regular, rigorous running training program. As advances in exercise and sports science have become more widely recognized and adopted, athletes from a wide variety of sports have begun to use improved physical conditioning as a way to further improve their performance. Even athletes in sports such as golf and auto racing have begun physical training as a strategy to improve personal performance. Physical training to improve specific、uh, components of fitness must be taken into account when considering nutritional needs such as total energy and carbohydrate intakes. Nutrition supports,、uh, nutrition supports training and good health, two factors that are essential to excellent performance. Although nutrition by itself is important, It may have the greatest performance impact by allowing athletes to train consistently. Proper nutrition during the recovery period is essential for replenishing nutrient stores depleted during training, for example, muscle glycogen. Inadequate replenishment of energy, blood, carbohydrates, protein, and or vitamins and minerals limits the potential for full recovery after training. Limited recovery can result in fatigue during the next training session, and consistent lack of nutritional replenishment can lead to chronic fatigue. Although the basic nutrition principles are the same for well trained and recreational athletes, the specific nutrients needs will depend on the intensity and duration of training. Athletes' perspective that nutrition is important. But they sometimes fail to realize or acknowledge that it is a factor that needs daily attention. This often leads to crash diets and other fix,、uh, quick fixes, which may interfere with training and undermine performance and recovery. Nutrition and training are similar in that each is a process that needs a well developed plan. Athletes can also get so focused. On one small aspect of their diet that they neglect their comprehensive daily nutrition requirements. For example, athletes may concentrate on the best pre competition meal, but if they fail to address their day to day nutrition needs, then their、uh, training will suffer. Inadequate training that is a result of inadequate nutrient replenishment is much more detrimental to performance than the Pre competition meals is beneficial to performance. Nutrition, sports training, recovery, and performance. The main goal for any competitive athlete is to improve performance. Improvement in sports performance can come as a result of many factors skill enhancement. Physical,、uh, psychological changes, specialized equipment and clothing, or physiological improvements due to training. All aspects of training should support this primary goal of improving performance. However, in the quest for uh, uh, excellent performance, the importance of good health should not be disregarded or overlooked. General training goals are listed below. Improving performance. Improving specific components of fitness, avoiding injury and overtraining.
and achieving top performance for selected events. To support、uh, training and improve performance, athletes need to establish both long and short term nutrition goals. Some of these goals are listed below. Long term sports nutrition goal adequate energy intake to meet the energy demands of training, adequate replenishment of muscle and liver glycogen with dietary carbohydrates. Adequate protein intake for growth and repair of tissue, particularly skeletal muscle. Adequate hydra- hydration. Adequate overall diet to maintain good health and support a healthy immune system. Appropriate weight and body composition. Short term sports nutrition goal is consumption of food and beverages to delay fatigue during training and competition. Minimization of dehydration and hypohydration during exercise. Utilization of dietary strategies known to be beneficial for performance, such as pre competition meal, appropriately timed caffeine intake, or carbohydrate loading. Intake of, nutri-、uh, intake of nutrients that support recovery. Appropriate timing of nutrients. It is important to understand basic training principles. As the athlete trains, the body responds to the individual exercise sessions and gradually adapts over time. The nature and degree of the adaptation depends upon the type of training the athlete does. The basic principles explained below are derived from the results of many research studies. The principle of progressive overload. Adaptation occurs as a result of a stimulus, a stimulus that stresses the body. The stimulus must be of sufficient magnitude to cause en- enough stress to warrant longer, longer term changes by the body. Stimulus of this ma- magnitude is called overload. It exposed, if exposed to an overload stimulus repeatedly, the body will adapt over time to the level of stimulus. For further adaptation to occur, the overload stimulus must be pro- progressively increased. For example, in order for the biceps, mus- biceps muscles to get stronger, an athlete must perform a weightlifting exercise like an arm curl. The muscles will not get stronger calling the weight of the pencil, rather, the weight must, must be heavy enough to achieve overload. Once the muscles have adapted to that weight, they will not get any stronger until the overload stimulus is progressively increased. The principle of an individuality. Although general training principles apply to all people, individuals may respond and adapt slightly differently even when exposed to the same training stimulus. Two similar athletes who follow the same strength training program will both improve their strengths, but it is likely that the amount and rate of change in strength will be slightly different. People do not respond in pre- precisely the same way or time frame, so individual differences must be taken into account when considering an athlete's training program. The principle of specificity. The type of physiological responses and eventual adaptation will be specific to the type of stimulus and stress, impo- stress imposed on the body. 
in the most general sense, aerobics exercise was result primarily in cardiovascular adaptation and resistance training, will result in new uh, neuromuscular adaptations. Adaptations can be more subtle and specific, such as the effect intensity and duration of aerobic exercise may have on changes in energy system pathways, uh, such as carbohydrate and fat metabolism. The principle of of hard and easy. The stimulus part of training receives the most attention, but often neglected are the rest and recovery that are required for the adaptation to occur. Training programs are usually designed so that that hard physical efforts are followed by training sessions with the less physical stress to allow for for the rest necessary for optimal adaptation. The principle of periodization. Adhering, the, uh, adhering to the principle of specificity, training programs are also often arranged in time periods according to the specific adaptation that insult. For example, competi- competitive long-distance runners may spend a portion of their yearly training time concentrating or running longer distances to improve their maximum maximal aerobic capacity and endurance and another portion of their training time running short uh, training time running shorter distances at higher intensity to improve their speed within this principle of periodization training programs are generally arranged according to different time periods Macrocycle. A macrocycle is an overall time period that begins at the onset of training and includes the st- time leading up to a specific athletic goal, such as an important competition. For an athlete seeking to peak at the, a new or national championship, the macrocycle may be a calendar year. A macrocycle may be a longer, for example, four year for an athlete concentrating on the Olympics, or shorter, for example, six months for a distance runner training for a springtime marathon, depending upon the specific competitive goals of the athlete. Mesocycle. A macrocycle is sub- subdivided into time frames called mesocycles, each having a specific training purpose. As with the macrocycle, the mesocycles may be of varying length of time depending upon the athlete's goal, but typically are weeks or months in duration. The competitive distance runner may have a mesocycle focused on improving aerobic capacity and endurance and another mesocycle focused on improving speed. Microcycle. Each, mesoci- uh, each mesocycle is made up of repeated time intervals called microcycles. Microcycles are often designed to con- coincide with, uh, with the weekly calendar, but can vary from the standard seven days we- seven day week, um, depending upon the athlete's specific needs. Weekly training mileage. Uh, for the competitive distance runner is an example for a uh, microcycle. Micro the principle of disuse. Just as the body, uh, just as the body adapts po- positively in response to training stress, it can adapt ne- negatively or atroph- atrophy if stress is insufficient or absent. Gradual erosion of 
physiological capacity over time is often observed in individuals as a result of sedentary lifestyles. Athletes who have improved function through training can experience the loss of function either intentionally, uh, intentionally for short periods, for example, resting dur uh, during the off season, or unintentionally due to forced inactivity from injury. This is a physiological equivalent of the aphorism use it or lose it.